0: Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting
1: with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOFPHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ. Thanks again for connecting with us and please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. Christmas. When I think about Christmas, I think about Christmas being the most wonderful time of the year. How many of y'all remember that song? I think it was by Andy Williams, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year, and he, he lists a whole bunch of things there why Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year. And I was thinking about that phrase, the most wonderful time of the year, and we think about Christmas, the, the wonderful lights and, and the decorations that we have here in our, in our church home and our, our homes. Uh, in our families, at, in places, uh, at our work where we've decorated and placed lights. And uh, I thought about the, the wonderful Christmas movies that everybody's watching now. There's these replays of all these classic movies. Uh, my favorite Christmas movie is Rocky and Rambo. Amen. <laughs> wonderful Christmas movies, wonderful Christmas snacks. Uh, you've already heard me say there's nothing better than the Krispy Kreme Santa belly. Wonderful Christmas lights, wonderful Christmas movies, wonderful Christmas snacks, and the wonderful Christmas gifts. Did you know that this year, I'm going to give you a little hint on what Lisa wants for Christmas this year. I can't believe it. She, she wants a dirt bike for Christmas this year. And, and I told her how dangerous those dirt bikes can be. But I'm, if that's what she wants, I'm going to get it for her. Uh, so <clears throat> we'll see how that all turns out for Christmas we have all these wonderful things that we enjoy around christmas and we and, and there's many more that we enjoy as well but listen christmas is the most wonderful time of the year because jesus has came to us to save us from our sins and transform our lives and to make us into new creatures new creatures in christ yes. that's what makes christmas the most wonderful time of the year because jesus has come to us to save us and to forgive us of our sins and to give us eternal life. That's why Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year. That's why we gather today to worship, because Jesus has come to us to save us. That word wonder is going to be found in the scriptures I'm going to read to you today. But when you study that word wonder, it means amazement. It means to be astonished. It means miraculous and, and that's what Christmas is all about. It's an amazing time. It's a miraculous time. It's a marvelous time. And we find that wonder of Christmas in the Gospel of Luke in chapter 2. If you have your Bibles, you can open them with me or I'll have it on the screen. Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20. It says, In the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled uh, with great fear. And an angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Hallelujah. And in verse 11, it says, "For For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You'll find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, other angels, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered. That means it was a marvelous time, an amazing time, at what the shepherds had told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. Father, thank you for your word today. And we just pray right now that your word would speak to our hearts and just bring encouragement. And Lord, that you would challenge us today and that your perfect will would be done. We know your word is alive. And God, we pray that because your word is living, that you would just penetrate the hearts of everyone here today and their lives would be changed all for your glory. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. So I just read to you from the Gospel of Luke. And and Luke is telling us and reminding us that Christmas, that first Christmas night was a wonderful night. It was the, the most wonderful night, that very first Christmas. And the reason... That first night, that first Christmas was so wonderful was because Jesus the Savior was born who was Christ the Lord. The the Messiah, the anointed one, the one that had been prophesied about had finally arrived. And that's what made the first Christmas night the most wonderful night. And how wonderful that on that one dark night in our history that the light of the world came to us. The light of the world, Jesus Christ, came to us to save us. And Luke tells us that they were these shepherds there and, and they're, out in the, they're out in the fields and they're keeping watch over the sheep in the dark of night. And yes, it was a dark night and it was a dark season for many reasons. And the people there in the land of that day, they were going through a dark time. They were going through a dark season because they were under government oppression by the Romans and they were being taxed and they were being led by some very violent people. It was a dark season for these people because the leadership, even in that land, with their own people, were wicked and corrupt and deceitful. It was a dark time in the land, and it was a dark time in the lives of many people that were living on that first night of Christmas. And it reminds me today, as we gather here, that you may be going through a dark time this Christmas 2020. You may be feeling discouraged today. You may be going through some disappointments today by all the darkness that surround us in our world today and maybe some of the darkness that you may be facing personally in your life and, and you feel like you're on the verge of missing the wonder of Christmas because all that you're dealing with in life, it's amazing what people are dealing with today. So much, so many burdens, so many problems, so many troubles, so many needs that people have in their life. But I stand before you today, and I'm not shining like the angels were, I can tell you that. But I will tell you what the angels told the shepherds. Behold, I have good news for you today that will bring great joy to all people. Even in the darkness, even in the disappointment, even in your discouragement in life, I have good news for you today that God showed up on a dark night. Hallelujah. God showed up on a dark night. And not only did he show up on a dark night, but he showed up on a dark night and he lit up the sky with his holy glory. We read it here in uh, the Gospel of Luke. He showed up and lit up the sky with his holy glory. He showed up and lit up the sky with his holy angels. God showed up and lit up the sky with a holy revelation and a holy announcement that he gave to those shepherds who were going through a very dark and discouraging time. And what was that holy announcement? What was that holy revelation? The angel said, fear not, behold. A message of don't be afraid. Behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Hallelujah. All people. Poor people, rich people, black people, white people, brown people. It's it's a message that is joyful for all people. Hurting people, needy people. And he says, the message I give, the angel said, the message is for unto you was born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This message is for all people. Aren't you thankful it's for all people? It, it was for all people. It was for a man that was about to lose everything. It was for a man that was about to uh, feel like just about to give up on life. Aren't you thankful it's for all people? Yes. The most wonderful night. The most wonderful night was a holy night, and it changed our lives forever. Aren't you thankful that Jesus has changed your life? Amen. What a night. It was a night full of wonder. It was a night full of miracles. It was, a, it was a night that we'll never forget, that will change our lives forever. The first Christmas was the most wonderful night because it was a holy night.
2: Holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of a deep wie
1: Praise the Lord for that holy night, that most wonderful night. Christmas is about celebrating also the most wonderful hope. The most wonderful hope is the Virgin Mary giving birth to a son, a son that will call Jesus, whose name means the Lord saves. Hallelujah. His name means the Lord saves. Jesus saves us because he is the perfect lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. We gather at Christmas and are reminded that Christmas is about hope because Jesus is the Lord who saves. He forgives us of our sins, my sins, your sins, past sins, present sins, future sins. Hallelujah. You see, Jesus is the most wonderful hope because Jesus saves us from the power of sin. We find that in the book of Romans. And he he saves us from the punishment of sin and the penalty of sin. And I say, praise God today today. For the hope that we have in Jesus Christ, that he forgives us of our sins. The most wonderful hope is Jesus Christ. And when I think of hope, I think of all the people that are walking around today, many this time of year are, are searching and, and, and looking for Christmas hype instead of Christmas hope. And there's a lot of people today as well that are, that are going through life, and they're, and they're going through life hopeless today. A lot of people crying out for hope. They're caught up in the hype, but what they really need is the hope of Christmas. Amen. People are feeling hopeless because they're overwhelmed by the, the constant wave of stressful events and, and, and painful events that we've encountered in our life. And I think all of us can say we've all been through some stuff in 2020. Amen. And because of the things that we can uh, constantly find ourselves going through, it's like a, a wave of things that just keep coming. We think there might be a little break, and then all of a sudden we, we find out something else is happening, and, and people find themselves hopeless. And many people have had their hopes shaken this past year by tragedy and by trouble. All across our nation, all across our communities, people are feeling hopeless. And when people feel hopeless, people feel like there's no way out. When people feel hopeless, they, they feel like they need to give up in life. And, and when people are going through hopeless times, they, they think there's nothing worth living for. And friend, listen to me. When you're living with no hope, it's a dangerous and depressing place to be. And I'm certain, I, I'm certain today that people have gathered here on campus and are watching online. And, and they're going through some hopeless times. They may feel hopeless this Christmas. And I'm standing here and declaring to you that God is a God who gives us hope, especially as Christmas reminds us of that. And you may reply, how, how can I have hope when everything around me seems to be falling apart? How, how in the world do you think I can have hope? How do you think I can look up and have hope when my world has crashed around me how do you think I can have hope when I'm going through uncertain and unstable times how how can I have hope when the when the lights have gone out in my life and if that's you today and you're here and you feel that way or if you're watching online and that describes you that you're going through a hopeless time I'm declaring to you today friend listen that God gives us hope especially in times like that Especially in the most uh, discouraging times, the darkest times, the most disappointing times. God comes to give us hope in those times. And God comes to us as Emmanuel. The Bible says that Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. And you can look throughout all the scriptures and you see God coming and giving hope. Aren't you thankful today that God gives hope? God coming to us God being with us and giving us hope and, and God giving hope to the weary and God coming to us and giving hope to the suffering and, and God coming and giving hope to the sick and, and God coming and giving hope to those that are, that are bound God coming and giving hope to those that are broken God coming and giving hope to the lost God coming and giving hope to those that are living in fear God coming and giving hope to those that are being attacked by an enemy You see, friend, listen to me. Christmas reminds us that God is our source of hope. God is our source of hope. We find in Romans chapter 15, it says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may, what? Overflow. You may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Man, I love that verse. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I want to encourage you this morning as we celebrate Christmas. The most wonderful hope is Jesus. The most wonderful hope will overflow in you. The most wonderful hope will last forever. The most wonderful hope will never leave you nor forsake you. The most wonderful hope will supply all your needs. The most wonderful hope will help you through life and you may be here today and you feel hopeless crippled by fear so many people crippled by fear shaken by all the chaos that's around us You may have showed up today and and you're going through life. It's a hopeless life that you feel like. You may think it's hopeless because of the financial situation that you're in. You may have a hopeless marriage, hopeless family. Maybe there's some hopeless loved ones that you've been praying for. Maybe it's a hopeless health. Maybe it's a path that you're on and it looks hopeless. But I'm here to tell you this Christmas, friend, that Jesus Christ is the most wonderful hope. And he will help you no matter what you're going through. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please don't give up. Let Christmas be a time that you're reminded that Jesus Christ is the most wonderful hope. Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year because that's when hope came down to us. Hope came down to us to give us joy. Hope came down to give us peace. Hope came down to give us mercy and grace. Aren't you thankful that hope came down? And he came down just for you. And just for me, and he came down for all of the world. And through Jesus Christ, the word tells us that we can overflow with hope. And I pray that would be the case for you today and as you go through Christmas. Thank God hope came down. aren't you thankful today hope came down amen Amen. praise the lord praise the lord well the first christmas was a wonderful time for the shepherds that i read to you earlier the gospel of luke it was a wonderful time of the year for the shepherds because they discovered the most wonderful gift and that was jesus the bible says that the shepherds i love this part of the story it says they made haste they made haste to find jesus in other words, they, they hurried along. They didn't waste any time. Once the Lord began to show them and speak to them, they made uh, their way to find Jesus. And it reminds me, and I just want to encourage someone today, some of you need to stop wasting time. Some of you need to hurry along and get to Jesus before it's too late. Because Jesus is coming back again. We celebrate Christmas as Advent. The word means arrival. Jesus has come as a baby here. But I'm telling you, friend, he's coming back again. He's coming back. And, and listen, if you're not ready, you need to make haste. And you need to discover Jesus as quick as you can. Because if he comes back and, and you've not made things right, it's going to be too late then. So Christmas is about making haste and finding Jesus. I love the shepherds for a lot of reasons. I love the shepherds because they refuse to miss Christmas. I love the shepherds because they refuse to miss Jesus. They, they could have come up with every excuse in the world, and believe me, I've heard a lot of them they could have come up with every excuse in the world. You know, it's, it's, I'm too busy. I'm, I'm tending my flock. I'm, I'm, I'm doing things uh, with my family. I'm involved in a business here. I'm just preoccupied with all these things in my life. They could have said, we're not even worthy because they were like the outcasts really of that day in a lot of ways. They could have said, we're not even worthy to find Jesus. But instead, they made room for the most wonderful gift. They made room for the most wonderful gift. They made room for the Christ of Christmas. And I just want to say to you today that this Christmas that you would be encouraged to make room for Jesus, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the one who can change your life, the one who can transform your life, the one that can forgive you of your sins. Make room for Jesus. Make room for Jesus so he can can heal you. Make room for Jesus so he can help you. Make room for Jesus so he can give you hope. Make room for Jesus so you can be a blessing to others. Make room for Jesus so he can give you that joy and hope that will overflow in your life. Make room. I'm encouraging you, please, hear my heart. Make room for the most wonderful gift ever, and that is Jesus. I'm telling you, friend. Heaven is a real place and hell is a real place. And I know this is a Christmas message, but not a greater time to challenge you about where you stand with your own soul and if you made peace with God through Jesus Christ. Because this could be the most wonderful Christmas ever as long as you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He is the most wonderful gift. Romans 6.23 says for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Jesus is the greatest gift ever. Hallelujah. And when you make room for the wonderful gift Jesus you're making room for a relationship with him. And the question is this morning as we celebrate Christmas here is do you have room for Jesus? Do you have room for Jesus? We got room for everything else. We make room for so many other things. But the question is, will you make room for Jesus? Will you make room for Jesus? And another question I want to ask you is, what are you making room for this Christmas? We, we make room for the tree in the house. We make room for the gifts around the tree. We, we make room in our schedules for us to be able to have parties and to have time together with family. But what's the most important thing at Christmas is to make sure that we make room for Jesus, our Savior, Christ the Lord. Hallelujah. Have you made room for Him? I pray that you have. I pray that you've made room for Him because we're living in a day and time when it's the most important Decision that you will ever make because time is urgent, friend. And you need to make sure that you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you may be here this morning on campus or online and you're wondering, well, you're you're saying that Jesus is the most wonderful gift ever, but how how do I unwrap this gift? I mean, I'm here at church and and I do good things. Listen, that's not how you unwrap the gift. You you unwrap the gift of Christmas, Jesus Christ, by repenting of your sins. Turning from your sins. You, you unwrapped a gift by receiving Jesus Christ by faith in your life. Believing that he died on the cross for you and for me. We deserved everything that Jesus went through on the cross. We deserved it. But out of love for God so loved the world that he gave His one and only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Because he loves us. Amen. Amen. Glory to God for that. And so how do I unwrap the gift? I repent of my sins. I, I put my faith, I receive Jesus Christ by faith. And then, I'm, and then I make myself ready to follow Jesus Christ. Listen to me. I, I know a lot of people to make decisions, but the Lord has spoke this to me recently. There, there's got to be a commitment with that decision that you make. You, you can't just, you know, raise your hand in here or say, you know what, I, I, Jesus be my Savior and then, and then you walk out of here and you decide I'm going to live my life the way I want to live. No, you, you count the cost and you commit your life and surrender fully to Jesus Christ. And you begin to follow him and you become a follower of Jesus Christ. And there may be some folks here today and you need to make that decision. You need to make room for Jesus to be your Savior today. I'm not going to assume anything. I wish I I had time to go around and and look at each one of you in the face and you tell me that you're following Jesus Christ or you're not so we could make things right. But right now, you can talk with God one-on-one. And you can say today, Jesus, I'm making room for you to be my Lord and Savior and I repent of my sins. I repent of my sins and I receive you by faith. And, I'm, I, and listen, it might be the first time you've ever done it or you may need to just rededicate your life back. Maybe you've kind of drifted away. But today God is speaking to you about making room for him. Make room for him, friend. Right there where you are, would you bow your heads? Nobody looking around. Oh, Holy Spirit, please speak to hearts. Just be willing to admit right now that I am a sinner and I need to be saved. And I'm reminded this Christmas, Jesus, that you've come to save me and forgive me of my sins so I can be changed and I can have an eternal home in a place called heaven. So right now, I surrender to you. I give my life to you. I make room for you, Jesus. I make room for you in my heart. I turn away from sin and today I put my faith in you. I receive you, Jesus, by faith. I believe you died on the cross. I believe that you were raised from the dead. I believe that you're alive and because you live, my King, I I will live forever too. And so I surrender my life today. I commit my life to you today. Not just with a decision, but with a choice to follow you, follow you, follow you and make room for you every day in my life. I declare that right now, Lord. Save me. Save me, Lord. Save my soul. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Thank you for the blood that was poured out on Calvary that washes my sins away. For what can wash my sins away? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I receive that gift of eternal life right now. Nobody looking around. If you prayed that prayer today for a first time or for rededication right here at this Christmas, would you be brave enough to just lift your hand and say, I prayed that prayer right now. God bless you, sir. Would there be somebody else brave enough to say that I prayed that prayer today? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I encourage everyone in here today that no matter how busy things get in your life, And no matter what pulls at you to try to divert you and distract you, that you will always make room for Jesus Christ. Make room for Him to praise Him. Make room to worship Him. Make room to serve Him. Make room to please Him. Make room to honor Him. But I plead with you today. Please listen to me as pastor here. I plead with you to make room for Him so He can change you forever.